Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Opa! Opa! Marco Timpano, you old so so and so, huh? Yes. I could call Ali Hassan, you, you, you. I would say it in Greek, but I don't know really bad. <laughs> you Malaka, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, but. We can't do a Greek episode without saying Malaka. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you, listen, uh, nice to have you here listening to us. Thank you for uh, joining us. This is Eat and Drink, the podcast. Yes. A um, little bit of bad news. Marco Timpano bit more of a fascist dictator this morning than he normally is. I couldn't touch the coffee with my hand. I couldn't even put my hands around a cup. I couldn't do anything. Okay, so I even looked at it for too long. You were like, get away from the cup. You couldn't. You just. Yeah. yeah. You're a well, maniac like, like, in there. What's spoiler happening? alert. Yes. I'm making Greek coffee. I mean, you were going to say it in a minute. I know, but we were, I thought we were going to talk about that. It's like a Greek episode because you it's have a Greek, Greek episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, have you ever had Greek coffee? For sure I have. What am okay. I? I live in a cave? A little I'm... bit because you're like, let me get my hands. I Like, stop manhandling the coffee because anyone who knows Greek coffee knows it has to settle, right? It has to sit. So I had just made it for you and you're like, yeah. let me get my hands on it, right? Well, I was trying to help you bring it into oh, the Oh, I thought studio. you wanted to drink it. No, of course not. Oh, okay, okay. See, like, very, very paranoid. Well, because it's like the beauty of Greek coffee is that it's a very social thing that you let sit and you sip and you drink and, and all that business. And... If you say, and this is an accusation time. Yeah, okay, good, 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 good. I like it. Bring it, bring okay. it. You say you know Greek coffee yeah. or Turkish coffee. Yes. Then why did you ask me to put honey in it? Uh, you could do that. No, you can't. can't. You don't no, want, you, no, you can't. Okay, I want the Greeks to weigh in on this. No. I've seen people do all kinds of things. No. Look, you're also a purist who says uh, espresso, don't put milk, this and that. But I've watched people put cream and espresso, uh, you know, and, and milk in their espresso. Well, who are these people? Morons, maybe. No, no, but first they, they of all. still do it. That's that's not an espresso. Once you put milk or, or cream in it, it's no longer an espresso. It then, it, then it's something else, right? Okay. Fair, fair enough. But with this, because you make it in the briki, I don't know with water. I don't. I think you would have to heat the the honey in the water till it dissolves, and then do the coffee. And I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's and an I ordeal. and I'm not. I'm not so well versed in making Greek coffee that I felt comfortable veering away from its right. traditional. But methods. you're well versed enough to judge me for oh, yeah. saying, "Can you put honey instead of sugar?" I just with keep with the Greek theme. The Greeks and honey, Greek honey is delicious. Of, of all my Greek friends yes. and my family, because I've got Greek family, um, none of them have ever ever said use honey. It's always you sugar, I, you figure it out. I also well, put honey in coffee, though. I also put honey. You're I put a maniac. Honey wherever, you're I a, can. wherever I can put the honey, I put the honey. You're a maniac. That's the problem. That's that's. <laughs> can I can you have a sip have, of this? Now you can have a sip. Oh, now it's, I think it's settled. So Greek coffee, for those of you who aren't familiar, and you know you can't drink it all the way down, right? I know, there's sludge at the bottom. What I to, It's buddy, sediment. You're yeah. acting like I just was born yesterday. Well, Come the on. Way you, the way you grab it, the first sip is supposed to be a bit of a slurp, too. Okay, so. Yeah, and if I had slurped, you would have said, what are you doing to the ears uh, of our listeners? See, mine still needs to settle a, a bit. How is yours, by it's the fantastic. way? Fantastic. Is it all right? It's great. Okay, good. Good. It tastes like dessert. 
because I've been I've had so little sugar. Oh. You know, it's like but it's I, amazing. It's I didn't treat. even because I I I called Ali on the way here and I said, you know, it takes a little bit of time to prepare. So let me get your coffee started. How sweet do you want it? And then he offended me by saying, put honey in it. I'm like, what do you what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Anyways, he decided on one. <laughs> he decided. He decided on one scoop of uh, sugar, one teaspoon of sugar, and I used less than a, uh, tea, a teaspoon. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, just because I knew that it would probably be too sweet. I'll for be you. honest with you, I should have gone no sugar. Uh, I like the taste of. Uh, so I, I'll tell you a little story about yeah. why the the Turkish coffees and the Greek coffees occupy a wonderful place in my heart. Oh, okay. I went to Jordan. This is now ten years oh. ago, two thousand and nine. We have listeners in Jordan. Would you? Yeah. W- welcome, welcome to. First of all, I love you. I'm like I'm like speechless. So we have uh, this is like my favorite place on earth. My really, favorite, the, the hospitality, the the experiences that I had there were so wonderful. I went two years in a row. But anyway, I was staying at this little boutique hotel, and uh, you know, you want American coffee or Turkish coffee? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to come here from Canada to have American. Co- I'll have a Turkish coffee. And so that's where I was really introduced to that flavor, and I literally could not drink with all. Should I even say with all due respect? No. Tim Hortons was no longer drinkable. Coffee okay. time, second cup. I couldn't drink coffee anymore because of these. And since then, I've sort of just you know transformed into an espresso drinker. Right. I can only have strong coffee. A regular coffee is such a... So underwhelming right. to me, and and Jordan, I guess you want some people say ruined my palate. I feel it raised wow. my palate. So wow. this is this coffee, and I have a, a biriki. Yeah, biriki, biriki. biriki. And that's Greek for yeah. the vessel or the yeah, pot. Yeah, I, that I forget the name uh, the Jordanians use for it, but I have it sits on on top of my stove, and mm-hmm. and what I brought back from Jordan. That lasted like eight months. It was this massive, like two kilogram bag. It looked like it should have been hiding cocaine inside it, but it was all coffee grounds, uh, strong, strong yeah. coffee grounds uh, with cardamom mixed in. Oh it's man, very fl- flavorful coffee. Oh. Yeah. So once you have that, you can't go like a uh, double, double. Please. Right, right. It's like, it's oh, impossible. maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll try to mix in some cardamom. And, whatever makes you and, feel good. Uh, you know, I I don't know how great mine is. I made mine first, so I would I would learn from it. So. I appreciate you saying you're enjoying it. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, honestly, it's a it's a little on the lighter yeah, side. Yeah, you know what? It's light. It's light. I know mine feels light too. Okay. Um, and I use two heaping. Because here's the thing. What's I, the thing? Always with the excuses, this guy. When it comes to Greek things, nothing's ever easy. Nothing's ever simple. There's always some. There's always this. something there's history. No, I was doing oh, the research on it, and it's always okay, and it's okay. always like okay. I was like, what's the difference between Greek coffee and Turkish coffee? And then I got a lesson in the Ottoman Empire. And I'm like, really? I just wanted to know that it's just a different grind or something simple. And it wasn't. It wasn't, right? So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it the way I watched a video on this this uh, Yaya on YouTube making Greek coffee. And I'm like, I'll use her proportions. Because I've asked my Greek family to show me how to make it. No, no one has the time of day for me and Greek coffee. So it's like... No, they, you, or, or they or they just hate me, right? So it's yeah. like, okay, great, that that's awesome. And um, so I was like, okay, let me look it up. I want to know what the difference between Greek coffee and Turkish coffee is. And do you know what it is? No. The history and the name. That's it. The coffee really? is is pretty much the same. So the coffee is like a gunpowder fine. It's just you know, a super the fine relationship with Greeks and Turks. Oh yeah. Uh, for you to say something like that is potentially so inflammatory. But anyway, we move on. But I, I wanted I, I, to. I did my best. I looked at 
several dis- yeah. different sources. I even looked on Wikipedia and I felt like there was something slightly anti-Semitic in there. So I yeah. looked somewhere else and it was like, <laughs> there was like, oh my God, it was like, why can't this just be right. easy? No. Please write in and call Marco a Malaka for having yeah. the wrong information, Look, but he's done his due diligence. I've think. done my due diligence. Yeah. And listen, you know what? I will, I'll get Bill and Tanui in here to confirm or deny uh my situation with Creek Coffee. But it's a strong brew, uh, and it's supposed to be served with the foam on top. So I was having some a little (laughs) bit of trouble dealing with foam, but there was some foam on yours, and the grounds are supposed to settle and sink to the bottom. Um, It's made from a special brass coffee pot called the Briki in Greek, and um, it has a unique sort of coffee taste. I don't know how else to describe it. You kind (laughs) of really have to try it to know what it is. But... um, you know, ordering a Turkish coffee doesn't go over so well in certain Baltic areas of the middle of the Mediterranean countries, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that were part of the Ottoman Empire, and um, even though the preparation is, as they say, remarkably similar, and honestly, I watched videos on how to make Turkish coffee and Greek coffee, and I could make no desertion of distinction between the two. So, take desertion it with... of distinction. Yeah, listen, huh? that just came to me. Okay. <laughs> In Armenia, uh, where the Ottomans led a genocide amongst more. I'm not trying to laugh on that. I'm just like, this is is so complex and so, you know, sad for talking about coffee. But more than a million people between uh, 1915 and 1923. So in Armenia, it is certainly not called a Turkish coffee. No, that's an invitation to get a punch in the face. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Sarajevo, Bosnia... Uh, it is um, not called a Turkish coffee. You call it a Bonsanka kafa, a Bosnian coffee. That's what you call it there. In Cyprus, where the Turks invaded in 1974, it is a Kripiakos cafe, which is a Cypriot coffee. I'm sure I said that wrong. Okay, Apologies. Good. And then in Greece, at one point, it was called Turkish coffee in the six, in the 1960s and prior. And the name change came around 1974 when the Greek military... Uh, Junta pushed for a coup in Cyprus that provoked the Turkish uh, to invade uh, the Turks to invade the land. So by the 1980s, it was no longer politically correct to call the coffee Turkish coffee in Greece, and it was called Greek coffee. Understood. So that is my history lesson on the Greek coffee. If you want to learn how to make Greek coffee, I could go through it, but. Just look online because it's it, it involves a briki. It involves this Greek coffee, cold water. If you want sugar, there's the one thing I will say about Greeks and coffee is they they will ask you how you want it. For example, I asked you if you wanted unsweetened, which is uh, sketos, if you wanted sketos. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, which is just the coffee. Medium sweet, which I made for you, is metrios with one one scoop of sugar to two or more scoops of coffee. And then I had it uh, glycos, which is a sweet, sweet coffee too. Two, <laughs> but it's amazing to see the words that we use in English that have come from the Greek, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, glucose, uh, right? You're, you're oh. like, a, you've got glucose coursing through your veins yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Greek coffee. And the interesting thing is the reason why uh, I was searching for something Greek is you had told me that the food that we we're going to do today is yeah. going to be Greek. So I went to the liquor store to buy Mitaxa, brandy, Greek brandy. Yeah. 
and could only find uh, the big expensive one. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go to Uzo. My, the liquor store had no Uzo. So I was like, what am I going to do here? And I was at a big liquor store. So in Ontario, we have the LCBO, which is a store that solely sells liquor. You can't buy it elsewhere. So you're kind of stuck going to the LCBO. Yeah. And they didn't have, they didn't have Uzo. And then I didn't want to spend that money on the brandy, on the McTaxa, because I know my family has so much of it, but I couldn't go to Bolton to get it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Greek coffee. And so I prepared the Greek coffee for you today. All right. In theme with the show. So there you go. Always with the excuses. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to Calgary at the end of this month. If you would like me, because right in the airport, you just get off in the airport and you can buy a bunch of stuff. Like you can, you don't have to go to the, you know, government controlled. Mm -hmm. It's the Wild West. Just go buy whatever you want, wherever you want. You know what? Because I want to, I also, yes, there is something I want you to get there. Nonino, because I want to make a paper plane. Okay. And Nonino is like a, a distilled grappa type drink that okay. is in the paper plane. And it's about 50 bucks here uh, for that. And right now I'm not drinking. So it's like I'm buying all this alcohol and it just sits there staring at You're me. You're a saying, hoarder. Saying, drink me, drink yeah, me. Yeah, and yeah, I can't yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. So okay. When will you start drinking again? Um, well, so for our listeners, just to get, I'm, I'm on blood thinners and my doctor said not to um, be drinking right now. Mm-hmm. So until I get the go ahead from the doctor to be drinking. Uh, I will have to avoid. So I, I'm now going to be making you stuff that you have to just drink, and I can't really. Uh, More enjoy excuses with... from this guy, huh? Listen, More excuses, listeners. I'm sorry. Now I'm on blood thinners. Just call me Mister Excuse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what you have to All offer right, today. Let's do it. Love the tone. I love the tone. I'm going to just say before we go into your section uh, that I want to send a shout out to um, a podcast that mentioned us. We like theme parks. Yes. Um, do you know Mark Andrada? I do. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the hosts on there with Chris Bond, and I forget the other gentleman's name, but yeah. Not only do I know Mark Andrada, I love Mark Andrada, and that was before he mentioned us. Now my heart is full. Yeah. Uh, yeah thanks. Thanks. I, guys. I told him I said we we'd like to have you in the studio so we can do an episode where it's like we talk about food in theme parks. And they were oh, all, yeah, and they of were course. all. I don't know what you mean by all. Did you describe the size of this? No, no, studio? one of them. We're one just, of we'll them. just get yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got to do a rock, paper, scissors on that one. Not yeah. everybody. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of places to go with Greek cuisine. And it's funny that you said coffee is so complicated because when I think of Greek cuisine, I think of simplicity. Sure. I remember when. Um, uh, you know, I was I was dating this uh, this woman uh, a long time ago, <laughs> and uh, it doesn't matter. No, it's, well, it sounded uh, like it, it ended well. Well, <laughs> poor Vula. Where's lady. Vula now? Her colleague, yes, who I, I I befriended, goes to Greece on a vacation, comes back very nice. This is there was no reason for him to do this. Comes back with a uh, a gift for me, okay, and and my girlfriend. But my gift uh, was a cookbook. Oh, nice! Greece. And I swear to you. I, I cannot, there were not more than 10 ingredients in the entire uh, recipe list. Wow. It's, uh, it's uh, I mean, you know, you have the chicken and the potato, and the, but I mean, as far as other ingredients, right. lemon, mm-hmm. lots of lemon. Yes. Thyme, oregano, mm-hmm. garlic. And that's that's kind of it. Okay. But but also it was from Greece, so yeah, the sardines you caught that day right. really only need salt and lemon on them to be amazing once sure. they're fried. So you know, and we're here in like we were in like rural Ontario with some like 
you know, pollute, you know, diseased perch and trying to recreate. Anyway, still, still great stuff. But it, you know, when you have those fresh, fresh ingredients, you don't need much. Right. Um, so I've always thought of Greece uh, and Greek food as as simple and like it it doesn't take much, but do the do the thing right. So okay. for example, what I brought in today, tzatziki. Oh wow, simple, right. simple dip. But but if you don't go through the right steps, for example, the yogurt should be strained. See, you're saying that the coffee. What I did was was. Uh, complicated no, and whatever. You said, I'm saying you said, but to me but that all you... of a sudden, this simple dish, we're straining stuff. Why should with we strain it? No, Why but I'm saying we... you're saying that it's simple. <laughs> you're like, it's it is, they simple, only but have... I think straining is simple. Ali is not, they only have five ingredients on the island, so that's how their cookbooks are, right? And now you're straining like, straining is not a difficult step, all right? Marco. All right, what, what did you use to strain it with? So, you, I had a mesh strainer, and then you can line it with some cheesecloth, oh, okay. all right? But okay, that I don't use simple don't, to hey, get hey, all these paper things. towel, paper towel, okay? <laughs> you have paper towel at home, so metal strainer plus cheesecloth, yeah. All right, you're sounding crazy. No, right I just want, want I just want to know how simple this you're is going to be. I'm just and <laughs> acting crazy, and people are going to write in concerned for your health. We need to write into you. Okay. I don't, they're going to drop, uh, like, oh, is the blood thinners because his mind is going? Because something's happening to you right now. You have a strainer? Who okay. doesn't have a strainer? Okay. If you don't have a strainer, stop listening to this show. Are Go you saying like a, a, si- a sieve? Look, whatever you want. Or you like a chinois? A, 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 like what? A like... colander. Okay. You can have a sieve. Okay. You can have a chinois. It's hilarious. You can have a chinois. Just something. I have all those things. Have and I have, have cheese cloth, too. And so. still being an asshole. Still being an asshole, which is funny. So you put the put some paper towel there, and uh, and empty a half of a you know five hundred mil or seven fifty of yogurt into that Greek yogurt, regular yogurt. You know Greek yogurt. Then you're stay, you're on theme, which mm-hmm. is great. But if you're doing yeah, for sure not zero percent yogurt. Okay. Take the zero percent yogurt that's in your fridge and punt it out the window. Do yourself that flavor. Can I that take flavor a flavor? I just can I said. take a walk down yogurt lane with you oh, for a man. second? Let's go. Let's you, go. When I was a kid. There wasn't Greek yogurt, but there was Balkan yogurt. Yeah. Has Greek yogurt replaced Balkan yogurt? Is no, it no, the same thing? No, you can find Balkan yogurt. Okay, so what's the difference between Balkan yogurt Man, and Greek yogurt? I don't know. You're okay. acting like I'm a yogurtologist over here. <laughs> I ask you. I feel similar. I feel they are similar. Okay. They are thicker, uh, higher fat content. Okay. Right? Great. But now you can find 0% Greek yogurt, which I feel Greeks no. would be like, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? No. Who's doing no, no. this? No, no, no. That's but you just have to wrong. appease. You have to appease certain people who think, uh, but... Uh, that's not where you want to cut your fat. Okay. Okay. That's uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. Right. So first of all, make sure it's two percent or higher. I would. I went with three point five, and I strained it, so it thickens the yogurt. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised. A, a half a container of yogurt will yield almost. Uh, I don't know. Three quarter cup right. of liquid. Yeah. Right. So you sit it over a large bowl uh, for a couple of hours, maybe. Dump that liquid. If anybody knows of a use for that. Liquid. It's almost like a way that liquid, know. right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's nothing that I care to do with it. Now you have this thickened yogurt, and the idea, the reason that you want it thick also is because you're going to add something with a lot of moisture, right? Okay. Which is grated cucumbers. Some people will soak those, will will drain those cucumbers of all their liquid too. And you have a very thick by adding salt or just just you could do that too. Mm-hmm. Salt will help it drain, or okay. just like you know, just squishing. You don't the, need an apparatus of some sort. Some no sort apparatus, of... buddy. No apparatus. <laughs> Enough with the apparatus. <laughs> and you're going to take one clove of garlic. And you're going to do something very important with I it. Love so again, this is the important part. You're not just chopping garlic. Okay. 
you are smashing garlic on the cutting board mm-hmm. and you are running a knife over it to really like uh, extract all the garlic flavor and make it into a paste basically Love with it. a knife. Love it. Right? So mince it and then rub it with the side of the knife along the board so that it is no longer chunky, but it is almost like a paste. Love it. That's getting the most flavor out of a clove of garlic. Mm-hmm. You put that garlic in. Now you're off to the races, man. You've got garlic and you've got cucumber in there. The next thing is salt. And uh, some people would stop there. I, I got to have the herbs in there. Okay. So you can have parsley. You can have dill. You can have mint. I'm the type of guy who puts dill and mint. Oh, man. Huh? Sometimes I'm feeling crazy. I take the greens of a, the, the, the green uh, tops of a green onion. Put okay. that in there, too. That's it. If you don't think that's simple... You go take a walk. No, but there's just a lot of steps here. That's all I'm saying. Like you were there's like, nothing. it's simple. There's literally nothing. All right, all right, why don't you shut your mouth, all right. but open it for the second to, to taste the carrot with some tzatziki okay. over there. All right, I love tzatziki. Yeah. The thing that drives me nuts is when you go to a Greek restaurant and they give you like a thimble of tzatziki. And I know. Like, uh, like, just deal with that. I'm like, Do you think there's an infant I'm... with me who is here to have? Yeah. So that's a crunchy carrot that you're having. Uh, as far away from the mic as you can. As you eat that, let me say something that's going to be, um, well, a little bit sad. <laughs> so, so tzatziki, More history, more sad history. Yeah, yeah, well, not sad history, but place of origin of tzatziki, the Ottoman Empire. Right. It's, it's sad how a, a Greek episode turns Turkish very, very quickly. And eventually we'll give a Turkish episode. There's delicious Turkish food. And we'll just say really that it's all Greek. It all it's all Greek <laughs> to me, we'll say. Uh, yeah, well, the history is, uh, so the word tzatziki appeared in English around the mid-20th century, and a, learn, a loan word from modern Greek, which in turn comes from the Turkish word wow. kasik, of obscure and unknown origin. Anyway. What does that mean, though? Kasik! Uh, Rape and pillage of village or something. Is I bl- <laughs> listen, listen, we don't want to turn off that many kind of people. Uh, kasik, they say, a kind of herb that's added okay. to food. Uh, then that, uh, in 1876, a, de- a dictionary said it's a herb salad with yogurt. That's what kasik is. Yum. Which is the common definition today. So anyway, there's a, there are many variations. Uh, often, this goes incredibly well with grilled meats. Oh, this is this this tzatziki is fantastic. Thank you. Have um, a piece of chicken. Did you have some chicken? No, I didn't. I was. This is a, a little uh, I baked the, chicken that I, I make, and um, and I, it also goes very well with uh, with this tzatziki. I should you have had the chicken, chicken because it's not going to make the crunch sound of the two things I decided. Well, to Well, I mean, you got to do that too. I made a platter for you. It's a little platter mm-hmm. with some vegetables, some carrots, and some celery, and then uh, some baked chicken thigh. So this is a simple. Relatively simple. Finally, you come around to the simplicity. My God, it took you a while, huh? Dressing to make. Yes. And you Dressing. can offer this for your guests when they come in with, with a crudite of vegetables and, if you want, some chicken, grilled chicken. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And mm-hmm. this, this, I mean, it's a very simple thing, I feel. You finally feel. And, and I felt like it's a great intro the Greek food, if anybody sure. doesn't know it, you know, sometimes people say you need sheep milk, sheep's milk, yogurt, or goat milk. Right. I mean, how purist do we have to go here? Right. 
Yogurt is now available in every grocery store. You know, when my parents immigrated to Canada in the 70s in New Brunswick, my mother says they had to drive like 30 minutes to a farm to get yogurts. Really? Yeah, a very important part of the uh, the Pakistani diet, so they made the trek. Wow. But it wasn't available in grocery stores. How often would she have to make that trek? Like I don't know. I don't yogurt know is only is so perishable, right? I'll ask her to look in her 1973 calendar and see what she had there as, as far as yogurt visits Where go. were they in New Brunswick? The Fredericton, New Brunswick. They like, were in yeah, Fredericton? Yeah, they were in the capital. And, and and still, um, yeah. Wow. I know. I know. It's crazy to yeah, think about that. It's crazy. But now I believe uh, you can get yogurt uh, I everywhere. So. I believe yep. so. Uh, you correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, and tell me what incredible you know desert island you're living on if you don't have yogurt there. Uh, so you can get it everywhere. And uh, obviously garlic, readily available. Yep. Mint, the same thing. It's tough not to find mint. And mint, Grow your own. My God. It's a weed. Just it's be careful. Creeper. Grow yeah, it yeah, in a yeah, pot. Yeah. But yeah, I've Separate got tons pot. of mint right now. Do you do you need any mint? I love some mint. Okay, How I'll many times I've come here and you've never offered me mint? Well, Offer me all your creepers. All you right. got rhubarb? You got rhubarb? Oh, no. I, I Rhubarb, it's done. It's done. It's it's done. done. I it's thought you didn't like rhubarb. Uh, I made a rhubarb chutney. That's fantastic. Okay. I like a rhubarb tea. Oh. Yeah. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, yeah. Lemongrass, rhubarb, these things... These hearty stocks in in a, in a warm tea is great. Where else could you use this tzatziki in a non traditional way? In a non traditional way, you, like you know, we we've said with grilled meats, we've said with uh, okay. various crudite. You ready for this? Yeah, you ready for this? I'm more in a sandwich. Oh, what used to be uh, Mayo's place oh. has, has often become hummus. Hummus's right. place. Yeah. There's no reason it can't be tzatziki's oh, place. Like now you got to obviously. Do you want to, you know, if you put it in a locker for a half a day and right. then you eat it. But if you're eating it fresh in your mm-hmm. kitchen, I mean, uh, uh, you know, even like a turkey sandwich or something. Sure. Skip the cheese. <clears throat> have the tzatziki instead wow. on your sandwich and then some uh, more, uh, you know, sliced cucumbers or peppers. and so a nice crunchy, fresh sandwich. We're laughing, but It's great. Yeah, it that's a, great. what a great non-traditional way to look at tzatziki. Yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And eventually, um, I... I Again, we should really mark this down. But eventually, I want to uh, I want to make my spanakopita, which is that takes some again not a lot of ingredients. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It takes that's, some what? That's a little complicated. Right. The process, the process <clears throat> is complicated. The rest is. I think uh, whenever you're dealing with anything Greek, yeah. it's always more complex than you think. Than it you is. think it is. If you want to make it well, I'm talking about even the people. <laughs> okay. You want to have a conversation, right you in. think it's going to be simple, yeah. and all of a sudden you're in a debate with Bill Antonui <laughs> about the you know, the particular movie that you saw that day. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> uh, you're entering some difficult territory because I, I, don't, uh, I don't know if there's anybody prouder than the Greeks. Oh, yeah. yeah so you're probably going to get that. Listen. I, my friend Nick, uh, when somebody would be like, are you, Greek? are you Greek, man? He would always say 110%. Oh, there you go. Like as yeah. if he had a little sidecar of Greek alongside him at all times. Like there was more Greek than even. <laughs> there was more to be had. There was more to be had. You think this is it? There's more. It's more coming all the time. Yeah. I, I love going to. I, I love going to. We have a great Greek town in Toronto. Yeah. Love going. Love trying the different restaurants Except there. Except for the taste of Danforth. You, uh, you couldn't pay me. Well, you could pay me to be there, but that's about the only reason why I would go. It's just Nightmare. too many people. Nightmare. And I don't need to eat the food on the street that they sell in the restaurant. I'd rather sit in the restaurant and order it and have it served like to me. Like a civilized human Yeah, and like a civilized human being. Yeah. But some of the great, great. Greek cuisine on in our Greek town. And uh, have you ever been to Detroit's Greek town? No. Oh, it's great. It's also great. I love Greek towns, actually. You know, the more I think of it, yeah. the more Greek towns I've been to. Milwaukee, I think, has a great Greek town. I, you know what? I have been to Detroit Greek <clears throat> town. 
I have been to Detroit Greek Town. How quick Louis forget. Yeah, I went to Windsor, and that was the first time. This is going to the nineties. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that uh, you know it was kind of like a a, a box looking into the kitchen. And I was like, uh, these Greeks know what they're doing. This is great. Right, right. Just like the Greeks in Montreal where I grew up. And I looked in the back and it was like four Sri Lankan guys. I was like, what the? That's <laughs> weird. And then I just opened my eyes to most Greek restaurants. Yes. That's exactly who the staff is. Mm-hmm. They hire very hardworking Sri Lankans who just know how to get the job done and, and, and have a similar work ethic to the Greeks, actually. My friend, that's that's not exclusive to the Greek restaurants. I've worked in plenty of Italian restaurants. The same thing happens. Sure. And now what's interesting is now you're seeing some great authentic uh, regional cuisine, in this case Italian cuisine, being cooked by uh, Sri Lankans and Pakistani who have worked their way from working in the uh, the wash pit, the dish pit, yeah. and worked their way up. And now some of the best food is being made by uh, by these folks. To your point, yes. just this morning on the radio, there mm-hmm. was an interview with a guy. Yeah. Uh, his last name is Shetty. I can't remember what the mm-hmm. first name was anymore. Um, it wasn't a, a, mm-hmm. a common Indian name. He's an Indian man, mm-hmm. grew up in India, worked in his father's bakery, went to cooking school, culinary school in India, worked his way up, came to Canada. Guess where he's going in a couple of months? The Pasta Championships there of Canada. He's, he's representing Canada as an Indian man immigrated mm. to Canada. I thought it was a great There's like, nothing wrong there, there's nothing wrong with that. It actually makes me very proud to know that I come from a country where that that is happening and we don't look we don't we don't judge it. We're like happy that that it's going on. For our listeners, I've been looking at Marco this entire time. Yeah. Doesn't appear that he's lying. No, he appears actually comfortable. You're going this. to Calgary. I want you to go to Gelato Alto. I know, you I know. have to this go. Time I have you have you ha- I, like it's so easy to go there. I don't know why you choose not- like it's it's like you're intentionally offending Muhammad there, who makes some of the Muhammad, best gelato. In- I'm coming to see this. Time. All right, I'm to see all right. This time. I'll believe it when I get I'll a text. A when yeah. I get a text of you eating and your arm around him and a gelato in the other. That's what I, I want to send see. you a picture with okay. my tongue completely inserted into gelato. That's well, what seems, that. it seems like. That's what you're asking. for. Yeah, listen, I just want you to experience because it was fantastic. And there's another there's another case of you know. I went there and it was like, you wouldn't expect this gentleman to be the person who makes the best gelato. You know, you'd think it would be someone Italian. And he's like, no, I lived in Italy, blah, blah, blah. This is my trade. I'm like, it's awesome. So high recommendations for that. Uh, I just also, since we are in a Greek theme, I just want to say this once and I'll say it once only. This is not going to be good. It's going to be great. My favorite dessert to have with coffee is baklava. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite dessert. And I hate to say it because I love desserts. And I always hate to say it because I say it in front of my brother-in-law who's Greek. And he takes a special pride in me saying that. And his mother makes the best baklava I've ever had in my life. And she always makes sure I get uh, you know, a good armful of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just love it. I think, I think it's the quintessential uh, sweet that goes with coffee. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had bad baklava, but I I feel like uh, so angry inside mm-hmm. when I have it, like when there's not enough honey on it and it's like dry or on greasy. The top. Have you ever had it where it's like really really greasy and you're like, why is it? Why does it taste like it went into a cold deep fryer and it just soaked up grease? Yeah, I'm like that that I don't love. Yeah, I guess I haven't had that as much. I've had very like dry flaky on top. I'm like you. Okay. What you did is the in, the expensive ingredients you cheaped out on, yeah. and you presented this as though I mean, come on, you're insulting or, yourself. Or or it's been out too long. Yeah, it's dry. Like I, I like with that kind of stuff, you can tell right away when it's not made well, 
when they chintzed out on uh, oh I don't know if I can say that word actually is that a bad when they when they've got you stand on your own I'm, with that okay oh, stand man. on your on your oh, own there oh man I didn't mean it if it is practices, that, when they when they when they skimped and tried to save by using lesser quality ingredients you can taste it right away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so there you go there you go baklava maybe someday we make baklava I love baklava can can you make it I've made it once and, and I. It's a lot of effort, man, and I well, really well, was like, it's, let's it's leave what? this to it's the, what? Uh, it's a lot of effort. <laughs> it's not a lot of ingredients, though. Again, I think it's like five. But making coffee wasn't a lot of ingredients. That's it was true. water and coffee but, and sugar, and it was it was oh, complex. For your mind, perhaps. Hey, listen, let's uh, let's keep it moving. I'm trying to avoid this next segment. <laughs> All right. I've got the taste of the tea. My mouth. It's, not gonna end, it's not going to end well. Uh, here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing, we're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Okay, I'm going to put my blindfold on. Make sure the mic is in front of you. Because now I can't see. Yeah, my mic is in front of me. Great, okay. So this is... Uh, What's in my mouth? Okay, so uh, first let's uh, let's have you smell this. Oh, okay, huh? that's oh, okay. oh that would like be fun. That, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's going like... to be on a spoon. So put your hands away. I don't know why okay. you always reach your hands out. It's a very weird thing. This is not going to end well if it's on a spoon and I've got to smell it. I already know. Really? Okay, just uh, I'm putting it beside your nose. Oh, it's strong. Okay, it has a very uh, uh, sweet smell. It has a more pungent smell. Sweet, uh, pungent. It's not sweet. It's not sweet. It has more of a pungent smell. It has more of a rich uh, smell to it. Okay. Okay. So now it is on a spoon. Okay. I will not be able to give you more than this spoonful. Oh, fuck. Okay. So take little bites off this spoon. I'm putting the spoon in your hand. There's there's a handle of the spoon right there that you're touching. Okay. Where's the part I put in my... The part of the spoon that you need to eat is uh, facing your mouth. Okay. This is the weirdest thing. Yeah, as he... He can't find his own mouth when he's blindfolded. I always like seeing that. It's very funny. Oh, my God. It's very flavorful. Oh, it's got a tart. Oh, my God. It, it, it's like the weirdest thing. Um, is it like quince? Is it like a quince? Um, like a quince uh, block? or? It, it's really weird because... It tastes, if, okay, it feels like a bouillon, I'm taking a bite on a bouillon cube because it's got really strong um, flavors from the top and then it gets very tart like like quince or like, uh, I don't really like it, I'll say that. I feel like it, you certainly don't eat it like this, It's it's got to be diluted or used in a way that... Um, that that it's it's got like a citrusy kind of feel to it, but very strong, very. Um, Your uh, descriptions are all great. There may be people who have guessed what it is based on all of this. Oh damn it! So I haven't hit it, right? Not no no no. Uh, what, what do you think? I'm going to let you keep talking once you get it. Okay, so it's uh, what what is another thing like that? Like <laughs> quince? Like um, ah oh, damn it! What how do you use this thing? And it's kind of like uh, clumped together now that I feel it. I'm going to have one more taste, and then i got to figure it out. Uh, 
are those seeds? Oh, I don't really like it. I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> you were right that it is not consumed in this fashion. Yeah, it can't be, man. No. It's too intense. It's too Very intense. But what it does for for dishes and man, anyway, too okay. many, too many hints. Too many. Okay, hints. too many I'm hints. I'm gonna say that it is a. Um, it's it's sour and tart, uh, not quite like sour cherries. Uh, more like um, what's sour like that? I'm gonna say it's dark in color. It feels dark in color, like a dark red. Yeah, is what I'm getting. Um, right. Okay, I'm gonna say it is. Um, oh, if I had more time, I don't know. I'm gonna just say quince, quince paste. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna take my blindfold. Tamarind, my friend. Oh, it's tamarind. a tamarind oh. paste. It's dark. It's sour. It's it's everything you said it is. Oh. But it is tamarind. Oh. So tamarind. Uh, by the way, uh, some of You're you may not know what tamarind okay. is. Some of you may not know. Not to be mistaken with the tamarind, the South American monkey. I did not feed oh, did Marco you? monkey <laughs> today. Huh? Imagine. No. This is tamarind. It is. Um, well, it's a fruit, really. When you see it. In its shell, it really looks like somebody pooped on the road. This was a was good. Saying. This was a good, this good. one. Yeah, yeah. This you you. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree that it was a good one. Uh, you're right there. You were dancing around it. So tamarind for. Uh, I mean, Marco described it perfectly. It's a very very tart. Uh, it comes in a variety of forms. You can get it almost in like a tar in a jar, which yeah. like a paste basically. Yep. Uh, you can get it in this uh, block that I have here. You can get it with the seeds, without the seeds. And often in India, what they do is they uh, make a tamarind chutney. So often when you have, you know, right. onion bhaji and oh. pakoras and samosas, it is the, with that tamarind chutney. And you put a lot of sugar in that. As you can imagine, Marco, right. it's so tart. To yeah. offset that tartness, uh, you put a lot of uh, a lot of sugar in, in there. And this thing is, so they say it's indigenous to, uh, to tropical Africa, but this thing has traveled. Now India is the largest cultivator. This package you can see produced in Thailand. Mm-hmm. It is used in Southeast Asia. It is used in uh, in Mexico, tamarindo. Right. And uh, man, my mouth is watering, and I haven't had any. I can just feel my mouth uh, watering right now. But you would never eat it like I did. Like this is like I I, I consumed that. a lot of tamarind in this little spoon. Yes, here. you did. Yes, you it's did. Intense. I, you know what? Um, but I'm sure it's good for me. Uh, B vitamins, okay? Yeah, there you, you go. Might have I've, calcium as well, I, I, yeah. based on what I've known. But anyway, it's a, you can also have. I don't know if you ever had this. There's tamarind balls. Oh, yum! Which come in a little packet, and it's like kind of. It's again very tart, right? But it's coated in sugar, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's actually a nice treat for somebody who doesn't have a sweet tooth like myself. Um, I enjoy that, and then I'm gonna just tell you about some of the dishes. That you'll find, ta- you know, in, in Thai food, these uh, a Thai crab roll may have tamarind. Tamarind fish curry. So my uh, my friend Nanta. Yes. Shout out to Nanta. We had a Malaysian restaurant together. Occasionally, he'd find fish head, and they'd make this fish head curry. Oh man! And uh, he would say, like in in Malaysia, his father, like we'd have to leave the fish eyeballs for his father, right. or if dad wasn't around, they would fight over the eyeballs. That thing is heavy, heavy in tamarind, and it is unbelievable. Wow. Some people make pad thai with tamarind. We made an excellent pad thai at our restaurant. Never had tamarind okay. in it, so I don't know if I really stand behind that. I Does it color necessary. the food when you use it? Because it's it does. It's it darkens deep, it immediately. It's like a deep red, yeah. almost brown or brown red. Like it has got a tinge of red, almost like a, I don't know. Uh, but it's it's got an intense dark. <laughs> you don't color. know. Yeah. You do know, but you shouldn't say. No, no. To me, it looks it looks like. It looks almost like um, 
clotted blood. I don't know how Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So that's appetizing. Sorry. If you ever make chana, you know, alu chana, um, you can add that for a nice tang. It's it you know sometimes you can add lemon juice too, but this has a little bit more of a fruity tart taste than lemon does. Uh, obviously, as a chutney, you know, as an accompaniment, it's always mm-hmm. great. Um, I made I used to make in the, this dal soup. Oh wow! I used to make a lentil soup to make it tart uh, and and sort of open up your palate for the rest of your meal. I used to put it in there and tons of curries it can go in and it's. Uh, yeah, it's great. There's uh, people make ribs with a tamarind oh, glaze. Yes, right. Oh, so I can. Could, I could totally see that. You could see that. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, it's great. It's 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 become very very versatile. Um, people have it just as a drink, tamarind cooler, you yes. know, with with some soda and sugar and all that. And it's uh, it's wonderful. I'm How long to... would this 400 gram packet last in your home? Well, we've just opened it now. Mm. This packet is fairly large. This mm. will last about a year. Okay. I'll put it in the fridge now that I've opened it. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll get to a point where my wife will be like, are you going to use this? Because this thing has been in the fridge door for a long time. Right, right. I'll be like, yes, I'm going to make a curry with it. I'm going to make, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you don't, uh, a, lo- a little goes a long way. So it you, you wow. take a while to go through it. I'll t- like, this was a great one. This one really had me. I don't think I would have got there. I know You've Tamarind, but. You've never been so accepting of a loss I got to say, because you know what? as a human yeah, being, I, I love to see it. I love to see the evolution of Marco here. It was just well played. Yeah, it was well played because I was hoping it would be something Greek. And the moment I put it in my mouth, I'm like, this isn't Greek. I can't. But I couldn't. I couldn't place it. That on the. No, you're right. You're right. You've already got the tzatziki flavor in your mouth to add more to the. Anyway, with all uh, a great episode, a tribute to the Greeks who have done so much for us uh, from a culinary standpoint and a philosophical standpoint. History, architecture, you name it. Today we focused on two drops in the bucket, coffee and uh, and tzatziki, Uh, both things that you can make. well, they're both complicated in their own way, sure. but not really. There is a beauty in the simplicity of the ingredients, uh, but you do need that uh, bariki. bariki. The bariki thing I love about Greek coffee in particular is like it's an exercise in patience, both in making it and drinking it. And I sure. think for that, for me, that's one of the things I love most sure, about sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. So um, if you have a Greek recipe that you want to share with us, email us at podcasteatdrink.com at gmail.com. We'll love to see it. We'll probably make it and never mention it on the air. <laughs> That's, I don't know about that. We have I, a couple uh, recipes that people sent us that we have not explored yet. We gotta get our we got gotta get our shit together. We do. You we gotta do. get your shit. Well, together. you said share they're actually food them. items, so you gotta. Okay, get, yeah. we can forward those to me. I don't know. You, you have access to the password okay. to the. You know. um, thank you very much, everybody. We'll have a, a, a great a great episode for you again next week. If you are. Um, Look, it's it's the middle of summer. You're looking for recipes. You're looking for uh, for uh, you know entertainment in your ears. We uh, we offer both here at Eat and Drink. So uh, scan our uh, scan our. Um, where's the best place? Our website is yeah. the best place to go. We don't have a website. When I say website, I mean our Pippa Pippa page or what yeah, do you call yeah, that? Yeah, like uh, that's well, you can go onto iTunes and it will sort of or Stitcher and, and look on our show notes. Yes. Or go to Instagram or go to uh, Twitter and, and follow yeah. us there. Yeah. There's a lot of good recipes, a lot of good summer stuff, a lot of good uh, grilling uh, um, accompaniments and other things you can make. And uh, yeah, go through it. Summertime. Enjoy your life. It's summertime. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>